This podcast is brought to you by Central, helping schools work smart. I'm Colin Klupik, and you're listening to Central Station. A few years ago, I had the great pleasure of interviewing former teacher and now education researcher and presenter Simon Brooks. He's been affiliated with Harvard Graduate School of Education and presented extensively on a concept called Cultures of Thinking. This is based on the work of Ron Richard and his team at Harvard and explores what they call the eight cultural forces that shape the way we think and learn. Simon worked as a teacher for many years here in Australia, but he's now based back in his homeland of the UK. And fortunately, I was able to catch up with Simon when he was recently back in Sydney presenting to schools on cultures of thinking. We had the chance to talk about a number of issues surrounding cultures of thinking, and these conversations will be released as a series of episodes in October. As a preview, I'd like to share this short grab where we talked about the impact of technology on thinking, about people's capacity to think, concentrate, and reflect deeply on what's going on around them. Even if we think we've got it sorted ourselves, it really is worth having, well, another think about it. We might not be that aware of how much technology is affecting us after all. Now, the, uh, the Cultures of Thinking book was published around 2015, if, if I remember correctly. And I think that that, from a time perspective, if I can just think about the culture of time, I think that that's pretty close to a time when there was, in the world's history, unprecedented adoption of uh, technology, uh, particularly in the mobile space. And before we talk about one of the forces, um, I'd, I'd just like to ask you do, you, do you think now, a few years on from having published the book, that we are now seeing more pressure on thinking or less? Hmm. David Perkins at the Harvard Graduate School of Education many years ago coined a phrase to describe the process of what happens when many of us go to visit art galleries and museums. Mm -hmm. And um, that phrase that he coined is called audience impressionism. (laughs) Okay. And the concept behind audience impressionism is that if I go to an art gallery, I might, if I'm not careful be inclined to very quickly wander from artifact to artifact, yeah. pausing mm-hmm. uh, briefly, perhaps for two seconds at the most, at each artifact, yep. um, maybe just to respond by thinking about whether or not I like it, uh, perhaps to read the accompanying text and spending more time reading the text than looking at the work itself. I am merely getting an impression, but I'm not delving deep into the meaning or the ideas being represented in any of these unique works. Mm. It's possible to argue that the world that we now live in is characterized by many opportunities for audience impressionism. For instance, if I look at my um, mobile phone feed, my my preferred social media, I can scroll through that thing really, really quickly. And I'm basically doing a virtual uh, enactment of audience impressionism. I'm I'm skidding over the surface like like a rock that's skidding over the surface of a lake but I'm not in any way looking below that surface and investigating in more detail. So I worry, in answer to your question, I worry potentially that we're living in a world which is enculturating um, an attitude, a learning tendency in young people Mm. just to look at the surface but not to go deep. To skim stones. Sure. And therefore part of our job as educators is to provide a counterculture to show them the joy and the value that can be found in digging deep and not just skimming over the surface in a way that 
perhaps yields little meaning. I guess that's a perception of where we think we might be now. This is a very difficult question to answer, I think, because no one has a crystal ball. But do you Mm. think we're seeing a trend of that increasing, as in more stone skipping? It's a difficult one, isn't it? I it would be that would be an interesting subject for a PhD study. <laughs> I'm busy enough, so <laughs> not for me, thank you. I mean, anecdotally, it would seem that way, wouldn't it? It's it's very easy to sit on a train, for instance, mm. and see everybody immersed and quickly in in the main skimming through their feeds. Um, is there a sense that educators feel that students are less inclined to dig deep? Perhaps we hear that anecdotally sometimes. Um, perhaps that's all, always existed. I mean, the other part of your question, sort of this notion of the impact of of technology, is that without a doubt, our students are increasingly exposed to a wide range of different sources. And we all know we've talked about the the scourge of fake news. Yeah. But there are so many different ways in which information is coming at them, represented in different ways with many different agendas. So perhaps a consequence of that is that the disposition to become healthily sceptical is even more important for us to enculturate now in our, in our young people and our learners than perhaps ever before. There's much more of my interviews with Simon coming this October. We'll be covering what the eight cultural forces are, why it works better in some places than others, and some of what Simon calls the habits of practice that teachers can use to develop a culture of thinking in their classrooms. If you think this might be helpful for your friends and colleagues, please let them know in advance and share it with them. And to hear the full series of interviews with Simon, make sure you subscribe to Central Station on your favourite podcast app or keep a lookout on the website, central.com.au slash podcast. I'm Colin Klupik. Until next time, bye for now.